Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, the Life Central Youth Podcast. Today, we are talking about how social media sucks. I'm kidding. Social media doesn't suck completely, but today we are going to be chatting about some of the effects of social media, how it can affect us uh, mentally uh, and socially, and we want to talk a bit about how we put boundaries in place. Uh, My name is Harvey, if you don't know me, and I am joined today by some incredible people. I have a couple of our equippers on with me, uh, which is the gap year at Life Central Church, uh, Big Up Equip. So I have Amy and Katie with me um, who have done a lot of research around social media over the past couple of days. Uh, so we are excited to hear what they have to say. I'm also joined by Tom Woodhouse, who is the digital pastor here at Life Central Church. Uh, so super excited to have him on. And we are also joined by a professional, right? We're going with professional, is that cool? Uh, Hannah Hughes, who is uh, works for a, an organization called Phase Trust, who uh, spend a lot of time hanging around with young people. Um, and so she's going to speak about uh, kind of some of the firsthand effects of social media uh, on young people's lives. So we're super excited to get into this um, and to hang out with you guys and chat about social media. So first question, what is your favorite social media platform? Let's go, uh, Katie and Amy first. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah, I think TikTok is probably like the biggest one for me at the moment. Yeah. Very embarrassing, but I love it. <laughs> I think mine is definitely a toss up between TikTok and Instagram, purely because I spend more of my time on Instagram, but I just love TikTok. I don't know what it is. I think my feed on TikTok is just the best thing ever. It's always coming out with the funniest videos that people make, and I just love it. I'm I'm gonna sound like an absolute nerd now, and do you know like when you when you're in your, your teens and you think you know everyone everyone like in their mid twenties is like really old and they and they start to show their age by being behind and everything. Like m- mine's really unconventional. Like it's it's Reddit. <laughs> but but it's not not for any other reason other than I can just choose what I see rather than just have like a, a feed that's really random. So like all the stuff I'm interested in, like uh Formula One, uh anything PlayStation related, stuff like that. I, it's just a feed full of that. Whereas if I follow people on Instagram, it's full of random stuff. Therefore, um I've actually deleted Instagram off my phone. I only use it on my laptop now. Um but yeah, Reddit. Reddit's the, what, what, what I'm on at the moment. <laughs> no way. Reddit. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to sound even older because I have no idea what Reddit is. <laughs> what? No idea. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty hard to explain, to be honest. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not even going to try. because um, I, no, I, even... I don't need to know. <laughs> oh, bring back Bebo. <laughs> Mine's definitely Pinterest. Um, and I did actually check that this was a social media platform because I wasn't quite sure but mine is definitely Pinterest I love anything crafty kind of making things things to make my home look better for cheaper and things like that so I just love scrolling through Pinterest and like checking things out I mean I am 100% just an Instagram fan like straightforward easy to use stories are epic so social media 100% 100% Instagram. I don't think it's even a question. So I also think you're all wrong. So question two, would you say since lockdown, you've spent more time on social media or less time? 
I would say I've spent a lot more time on social media um, just purely because of the fact there has been times where I am completely bored out of my mind and just end up scrolling for no reason at all. I agree, honestly same. Like I think it was difficult because like you suddenly just got told that like you couldn't go out and see anyone. So it's like the only like place that you'd be able to talk to your friends would be online. So I think that's probably like a main reason why like a load of people like have started using it more over the last like few months. But I know that's definitely like the case for me. <laughs> see, I feel I'm kind of coming out like an opposite angle, whereas during lockdown you know, you had all this spare time to kind of evaluate your life and what you're doing. And what I wanted to do was cut down the amount of channels on social media and use it to be productive. And that's what I wanted to do. But I like when I looked back at like the when it comes to like your weekly average of how long much you've been on social media, mine had just skyrocketed from like five hours to like 15 hours. So I used to feel so bad that I'd like spent my whole day just scrolling through like Instagram or something. <laughs> Is that is that fifteen hours a day? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say yeah. that. I like, honestly, I think one day I got fifteen hours a day, which is ridiculous. Damn! Um, like I can't even comprehend spending fifteen hours doing anything, but I managed to do it on my phone, which right. is actually really bad. Uh, mine's like three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My I, average... I, considering it's my job to be on social media, you'd think mine's through the roof, but I'm actually quite happy. It was down 10% this week, my phone told me. Um, I've definitely been on it more, but that's because it's my, it's my job. <laughs> like, and, and I got it during lockdown, so I think naturally mine's just increased, really. Um, yeah. yeah. I think I'm similar to Katie and Amy in the sense that, like, I was kind of re-evaluating, um, and I actually would say, no, I haven't spent as much time because I actually deleted Instagram and Facebook off my phone um, and as a kind of like trial um, and kind of see if I wanted to delete them completely, which I am actually swaying towards um, getting rid of Instagram and Facebook completely, um, mainly because of what we're going to be talking about today, like the impacts of mental health. Um, but also I just didn't find it helpful for my day-to-day -day life. And I think looking at um, connection and that and that's saying like, actually a lot of people felt they could connect um, over lockdown using social media. For me, it didn't help my connection. If anything, people assumed that everyone was doing okay rather than actually asking people. Um, so I think that's one of my kind of things with um, social media is do we just assume people are okay because we see them posting rather than actually having genuine connection with people. Um, so that was one of the reasons oh, I actually got rid of my social media. And so, no, I haven't been spending as much time. Um, I've massively reduced. That's so good, Hannah. I love that about, are we just assuming that because people are posting that they're okay without spending time with them? I am 100% guilty of doing that. Um, that's such a good point. Uh, so today we want to chat a little bit about all things social media. Um, and obviously, like we mentioned at the start, like not everything about social media is bad. And we completely believe that we use social media as a church and as life center youth you guys know we're on instagram we're on youtube we release podcasts which you're listening to this on right now um so we're not against social media but we are aware that there are some things that can uh make us struggle as people when we spend so much time on social media and so the question i want to ask all of you guys right now is uh what kind of changes are you seeing in the relationship 
relationship, I can't speak, relationship between young people and their social media. So how is social media affecting young people today? What do you guys think? I'd say Hannah from kind of a hands-on approach, like you see a lot of this, I guess, uh, spending time with young people and getting to be in schools and to be around young people a lot. I guess you'd see some of this practically. So what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, in the relationship between young people and social media? Yeah, I think um, I think one of the main things is self-esteem. Um, I think we're going to go on, I believe, to talk about comparison and things like that. And, and um, there's more around that. But I think self-esteem is a huge one. Um, I think attention span um, and kind of distraction is another. Um, so um, where young people can't hold a conversation or um, they struggle to stick and focus on something for as long because they're so used to the next thing, the next thing. Um, and I think attention span and distraction is massive impacts on social media and a very much a now culture. Um, and I think one of my biggest things that I will probably talk about a lot in this podcast is sleep. Um, there is, um, it's less about social media and more about screens, but the kind of statistics show that young people usually are on social media a lot before bedtime or they're watching Netflix or whatever, whatever it is. Um, and that has a direct impact to our sleeping pattern, which then has a direct impact to our mental health. Um, and I'll probably talk a bit about that kind of uh, more. Um, but yeah, there, I think my main things um, that I think that we see um, and sleep, I would say is the biggest out of the lot. Yeah, so I think I think I think as well. Like I think what I've noticed is that social media, like to begin with, like everyone was after like the big and the impressive, like and uh, and things that would like they would not see in their normal life. But now what I'm seeing is that everyone's after like real authentic connection, like everyone's craving authenticity. But as a result of that, people are starting to portray their lives as like this this false. Or like authentic life so like they're, they're they're showing what their their normal is but it's actually not not the reality if that makes sense so they're, they're almost like pretending that they're being authentic and pretending that they're being real and then again this plays into the whole comparison thing that we'll touch on later but it's just creating this false idea of what life should be like um you know and i and i think I think whilst it's good that people are craving like, you know, authentic connection with, with, with a real human being, it also presents as a new challenge to kind of like fish out when people are not really being genuine um, and when they're like portraying it falsely. Um, that's one massive thing that I see at the moment anyway. Yeah, that's so good. I, I even remember as a young person, uh, <laughs> standing next to a car on holiday that was not my car it was just like some randomers car who just parked it on the thing and you know you were talking about this kind of false impressions and getting my brother to take a picture of me by this car to pretend that we'd like got this cool car um and just kind of the the kind of pressure to feel like you're I don't know some celebrity or things I, I think that that is something that we see on social media I think that's a really good point um so Amy and Katie I guess for you guys being 18, like it's not long ago since you were classed as young people, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't say as long ago since I was a young person either. So what are, are some of the things you've seen in the relationship between social media and, well, and yourselves really? 
Well, I can't say I've ever stood next to a stranger's car and taken a picture. <laughs> but I 100% understand the concept of chasing after an image that's not yourself and going after something because you think that society or social media wants you to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to look a certain way. And as a result of that, you you kind of build up like fakeness all around you. And I think I've definitely been through, you know, situations where I've wanted to, you know, act and look a certain way. And it's actually kind of deeply hurted me and like made me feel like, you know, whatever I tried to be real, it was always under the back burner of trying to be someone that I wasn't. And, you know, I massively see this now. I, I massively see this a lot in my like younger sister who's only 13, but she's 13, but she's growing up. And I see her the way I was like a year ago. Like it's always chasing after that wanting to be, you know, um, someone you're not. And I think it's it's really sad. The fact that we feel the need to not be ourselves. Um, so I just feel like that's how it's really, it's, it, it really takes a toll and effect on young people when you're just in, you're in this age. I think, doesn't it say you're not like, you're not, you haven't reached your like full development till like 25 or something like that. So from the age of like 13 or 12 to 25, you know, when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, you're in that crucial stage of really trying to figure out who you are. And when society and social media says, you know, you need to um, get like a big massive bomb like like Kim Kardashian or something like that. And you know, that isn't a reality for you. It can, it really leaves you with a lot of effects that you feel. Maybe not as big as, you know, Kim like Kardashians, but definitely other things. It really can take a toll on, you know, how you, how you like view yourself, yeah. I would say. I think that's really good. I think like for me, um, like that's something that like is kind of similar but like different in like I don't know a different sense because um for me like the relationship I had with social media when I was growing up um was like I I did compare but it wasn't comparison of myself it was like comparison of my life and like so I grew up like watching loads of YouTube videos and like YouTube was like my primary kind of like social media like source when I was growing up um, and I was just obsessed with it. I'd watch like YouTubers all the time, um, but there were always YouTubers up like, from the exact same background. So they'd be like, you know, like people from America and they'd like be homeschooled and everything. And that kind of like brainwashed me in a way because like it meant that like, obviously my life was very, very, very different from all of that. Um, and like watching them kind of like brainwashed me, like I was saying, in a way to kind of like, all the things that I was hoping to do in my future were like based off of like things that like they did in their future um so like for example I just like for college I wanted to like move to America and it just like <laughs> it was just like really like um what's the word like impossible things that just it like it was quite like exhausting to be honest to try and like strive towards things that just weren't gonna happen but it's like looking back now I don't even think I wanted any of those things to happen I just it was just what was exposed to me so I think it can really kind of like change like 
your kind of like your brain into like thinking <laughs> of like what you want to do because looking back that wasn't what I wanted to do at all but it's just what I thought I did want if that makes sense <laughs> yeah definitely that's so good and I think I think that's the same for probably a lot of guys who are listening now I know for me growing up it's this whole comparison thing is huge and I think like social media is great but there is an element of comparison that we struggle to get away from as young people and as people like it doesn't go suddenly when you reach 18 like there's still this element of comparison that you have um i, I looked into a bit of research uh, actually earlier today just to prepare for this podcast but um youth for christ did some research a few years ago now um and looked at kind of the top three negative effects of young people um negative influences in terms of making themselves feel bad about themselves um and the top one was social media at 67 percent um which just shows how many young people just see really how social media and the whole thing about comparison wanting to be somebody else can really negatively influence your life and make you feel worse about who you are um so what would you guys say that um is the main way that social media like encourages comparison in in us how does it do that like because we all grow up and we're all comparing ourselves to these celebrities how, how is it that social media does that I think social media really invites people to comment on your life and like how you look so say if you have like an insecurity um like it invites people to to look at that and to talk about that like I mean I don't think it's it's that kind of way for people who don't have a large following but I think I mean yeah like maybe this is more for people who have larger followings anyway but I think it still gives that kind of like platform to comment on things that like people perhaps wouldn't normally comment on like face to face so I think that's probably one way that like comparison would be like a problem because you're constantly looking at other people um, and other people's lives like I said and it's just because obviously you know your life and you're looking at yours and now you're looking at you know everyone else's and it's just you're constantly going to be thinking about that. Mm. That is literally that's like what I was thinking I think something as well that really allows you to compare with other people is the idea of trends and to kind of expand on this, it's like every, and I'd say this every six months or every year, there's a new set of trends. There's a new idea of like, this is, these are the stuff you need to do in order to fit in or to be cool as people might say. But, and you know, when you see on social media, everyone that does that and you realize, hang on a minute, I don't do that. What's wrong with me? Why, why aren't I like this? You know, how, how, and how that works. And that can have a huge toll on, really how you view yourself and bringing to the comparison when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people through social media it it will allow you to not not it will allow you to not view yourself the way god wants you to be viewed and that can be that's really difficult so yeah yeah that's great and i think there's a quote um don't compare your lows to somebody else's highs um, and I think for me, that's a huge, huge point when we look at comparison, when we look at social media, we're looking at people's best moments. Like it's rare that people put their vulnerabilities on there. It's rare that people put their kind of 
down moments, their low moments, they're putting their, their, their graduation, their parties, their fun, their holidays, um, the kind of celebrations. And yes, there are people that do put some vulnerable stuff up as well. But the reality is, is when we're comparing, we're comparing to other people's highs. And if we're sat at home in a low, then that's going to only exaggerate that feeling. And I think um, just on a kind of mental health note, um, social, there's no research or anything that, that social media causes mental health problems or mental health issues, but it absolutely highlights them and can cause symptoms that are along the same lines of it, um, like kind of anxiety, depression, um, stress, um, kind of low self-esteem those sort of things so it might be that um some people are struggling with those things and actually it's just saying that men, um social media is just going to exaggerate that and like I don't think I said the right word there but um kind of yeah heighten those senses really um in a kind of negative way and I'm not saying by any means that anyone has to do what I do and delete them, but it might be that you want to go on a detox or it might be one that you want to reduce your time. Like we all mentioned time at the beginning. Um, and I think having a little bit of kind of social media time is not harmful, but if you're on like 15 hours, like Amy said before, like then there could be a real issue and a real concern around your mental health and well-being if you are spending that much time on it. It, it, like I really struggled with comparison like really badly when I was probably like 17 like and more from a self-image point of view but like Instagram in itself it op like it, it opens up the opportunity to analyze your insecurities like it gives you like loads of different places to kind of analyze what you're already insecure about against other people so like for me self-image was a huge thing so I would I would continuously like overthink my, my image and use Instagram as a place to kind of fuel that that insecurity and that that obsession with 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 wanting to look a certain way. And so, like for me, Instagram is one of the one of the the hardest ones to battle um, because because it's such a visual platform. Like it's really really easy to 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 kind of evaluate your your self image in that way. But also, it, it transfers into your everyday life as well. So that's when I just started to go to college. And like my college like experience was like plagued by me taking this behavior that I learned from Instagram into my actual everyday life. You know, so I'm looking around college where suddenly there's loads more people. Everyone's trying to impress everyone. And, you know, there's, there's loads of other lads that, that, that I compare myself against and, you know, their, their style, their fashion, all that sort of stuff. And, and it just, it, it, it kind of creeped into everyday life. And so that's where you got to be really careful is that, you know, a behavior that's learned on social media actually can transfer into your everyday life as well. Yeah, that's so good. And like a, a couple of you mentioned there about kind of how we how we limit that. And Hannah, you spoke a little bit about like detoxing every now and again and how some of that stuff can actually really help us to separate what is online and what is actually in my life. Like, what is the difference? Um, so last question I really want to ask you guys, and I think for a lot of young people, this could be super helpful and potentially for some of us, this could be stuff that we can take on board as well. Um, top tips for surviving social media, right? Because we all know social media sometimes can get us down and, and things, right? We spoke about some of the effects that it can have on us and all of that. But what are your top tips for surviving social media? 
so for me clean up your feeds <laughs> like n- know what is like a trigger for you so so for me like there were certain triggers that would completely like send my mind into like a downward spiral and and like once i figured out what those triggers were every time i saw it on my feed i just i clicked the three little dots and said i don't want to see stuff like this or i unfollowed that person or or whatever that was a huge one for me um Sometimes it's not enough though. And sometimes you need to go a little bit further. This isn't for everyone, but like, like Hannah, I don't have Instagram on my phone. I only use it on my laptop and mainly just for work stuff now. Um, but if I am like browsing on Instagram for just general usage, I'm, I'm doing it on my laptop. Like just, just because I don't want to have it so readily available to me because I know it's such a trigger for me. Like I know there's always the possibility that I could, I, you know, fall into the, into the habit of comparing myself to other people again. Um, so clearing up your feeds and then if that doesn't help taking a bit more drastic action would be my my top tips yeah so I've got a few <laughs> um my biggest one is uh you as teenagers should be having eight to nine hours sleep a night um and if you are not getting that you should be because it massively impacts our mental health so that's my mummy moment over and the next is having 30 minutes screen free time before bed so when you're in your bedroom maybe it's leaving your phone downstairs maybe it's switching it off or putting it on do not disturb and having at least half an hour before bed maybe maybe put music on maybe read your book maybe do your beauty routine your skincare whatever that looks like but have half an hour where you're not looking at a screen massively impacts um a kind of good healthy mental health and well-being um the next was uh, clear your feed like Tom's. Um, so who are you following? If someone is not helpful, unfollow them, mute them, whatever you need to do, whatever platform that looks like. Don't have negative influence when it's not needed. Um, I think that's a huge one. Um, and I think my next kind of main point really is please talk to someone if you're experiencing online bullying. And I know that's not really what we're talking about today, but we know it happens over social media. And um, so I wanted to just say, actually, if you are experiencing anything that's not helpful, um, kind of attacking wise or someone making comments about you or tagging you in things that's not helpful please talk to someone I know that we've got an incredible youth team um, and there's so many people who'd love to talk to you um, but please don't suffer in silence when it comes to social media we know that it can be a really harmful hurtful place so please reach out if you are experiencing that in any way. I think the kind of one thing I can really just say that's not only helped me the reason behind why I feel like this podcast needs to go out there to be helpful is you know get right with how you should actually view yourself and looking into actually how God views you and I don't know like whoever's listening to this how you know if you believe in God if you don't believe in God or you know what your relationship is like with God but for me the one thing that's kind of been just the backbone of helping me to get through, you know, the a big chunk of like comparing myself over social media and, you know, always feeling that I have to look or act a certain way is actually knowing that God has me, God, I am absolutely like perfect, not perfect, but like God has made me who I am for a reason. And 
you know, this has been, I've heard this quite a lot this past few weeks, but if I was, if I was made to be Katie, I'd be Katie. Do you know what? If Katie was made to be me, she'd be me, but it's not the case. I have been made to be me for a reason and it's not going to help me in any way. Always feeling like I have to be someone else or someone better or, you know, create a lifestyle that is not fit to what God wants for me. And, you know, I think it's really important just to be the boss of social media and don't let social media be the boss of you. I think, I think just one thing to add is that like for anyone like who's listening, like listening into this and you are kind of experiencing mental health problems because of stuff that's happening in social media, like don't feel like there's no way out of it. Don't feel like it's kind of something that, that, that that's never going to end because the reality is, is that the reason you are hurting and you are feeling pain is because you're on the journey to kind of figuring out who you really are. You know, like when at the height of all the mental health problems I faced, like I had this moment where I just, I just knew that, that, that I couldn't be experiencing all this sort of pain and, and all of that for no reason. Like God has to do something with it and he will do something with it. And he, through what you're experiencing, like he, he will reveal who you really are. You know, the reality is, is that I don't really believe I would be who I am today without going through that experience. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose to go through it. And I'm not saying God caused it, but he used it. And so like, if you're, if you're experiencing pain through like comparison, mental health, because of social media stuff, like God will use that pain to, to, to really reveal who you truly are. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to add that in really just to kind of provide a bit of like hope in that situation. Cause, cause I, I know how, how tough and dark it can be. So. Yeah. And I think just to end on a more like positive note, like, Social media can offer so much support when it comes to mental health. Like I wouldn't have been able to carry my job on in lockdown if it wasn't for social media. Like I wouldn't have been able to carry on my one-to-one sessions with young people all across Dudley if it wasn't for social media. So it is an incredible platform. And I think um, in my research, like some of the stuff I found out, like you, we get access to health advice. Um, awareness of mental health is massive on social media there's some really great positive awareness social media platforms to follow and um, it helps us build community it helps us build relationships it helps us to express ourselves and find ourselves as well so I think it's not all doom and gloom and actually social media can be a positive place but it's managing what you view and what you see and how long you do that um, but if you need to look at some kind of mental health um, sites and stuff, I'm sure the youth team could be able to direct you in the, in the right direction for that. Yeah, that's so, so good. And like Hannah was just saying, social media isn't completely bad and it doesn't completely suck, uh, even though there are areas that we can struggle with as people. I love the quote that you said, Amy, a minute ago about like, be the boss of social media. Don't let social media be the boss of you. Um, and the reality is we can't find our identity in social media, but we need to find uh, ways of using social media that is helpful because it's not all bad and there are good stuff on there. Um, and actually it's there to help us not to make us struggle more. Um, guys, thank you for listening. If you're listening to the podcast right now, um, I want to say thank you to Tom, Katie, Amy, and Hannah for joining me on this podcast. It's been great to chat. Um, guys, we want, you to use social media in the ways that, that are best for your future 
um, which is why we've recorded this podcast. And we hope that this helps some of you guys who are listening. Um, And hopefully we will see you soon.